Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, 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 my friends. It's so good to be here. I'm in my space, in my element of creation. I love creating and I love helping people out of their suffering. And at Islamic Life Coach School, I've merged the two. It's a fantastic fusion and I enjoy it a lot. So let me give you what I've created for you today. Today we're going to talk about boundaries and all the complexities around boundaries with families, gatherings, relationships, workspace interaction and all. I will give you definitions and various action steps for making boundaries. First of all, boundaries are created for you. They're important to protect you and your values. They are not created to control other people's actions. It's not about telling other people what to do and attempting to control them. It's actually not about them at all. Boundaries are only about you. This is completely in line with our formula, CTFAR, which tells us that we cannot control others to begin with. There are three simple steps to creating successful boundaries. Step one, define boundaries to yourself. Step two, show your boundaries to others verbally or other ways. Step three, follow through with your actions if boundaries are not respected. So first, you have to decide and clearly define what your boundaries are. For example, you have certain rules you've created that you want followed when people come visit your house. If you don't want people to walk in with their shoes on, this is an example of a defined boundary. Second step is that you have to let other people know that this is your boundary. Like in this example, you have to let them know at the door, please take your shoes off. Otherwise, they'll walk all around your house with the shoes on, not knowing that you're seething inside for the action they're taking. They have no idea that this is what you want. If at this point you're thinking that they should just know and this is common sense, I'm here to tell you, you will be very surprised as to what common sense entails these days. Every single person will have a different idea about if shoes will be worn inside the house or not. So you're leaving a lot up for interpretation. And your brain will lead you to believe that a person walking in the house with their shoes on, a circumstance, is causing you to feel upset, when in reality, it is your thought that they should have taken their shoes off is what's causing you to feel upset. Circumstance never causes a feeling. Also, we tell ourselves no one is respecting my rules around the house when the truth is they don't even know the rules, and we make it mean so much in our head that it all spins out of control. Like I said, this happens because something that might be important to you might not be important to others. Boundaries in your head are not physical boundaries like a picket fence around your house that others can actually see and respect. So define your boundaries and then make them known. No shoes in the house or no shoes on the couch or no jumping on the couch or no jumping on the furniture or no jumping in the pool or no jumping in the pool from the rooftop. (laughs) Yeah, that's a boundary that needed to be defined to my teenager recently. Who was seriously contemplating that idea? (laughs) Yeah, and you thought that common sense would do. So having to verbalize your boundaries doesn't apply to more generally acceptable laws. Like, you don't have to verbalize when someone comes into your house. You don't have to say, please don't start smashing my china dishes with a baseball bat. Like, that is something you don't have to say. It's implied. Same thing. I never have to say to another person that you should not be hitting me, or I'll get up and walk away, or I'll call the police. Like, it's not a boundary that should have any confusion around it. And if there is, and you're having to protect yourself in such ways, then get help. That is abuse. That is not what we're talking about here. 
Another concept I want to insert here is that the basis of boundaries cannot be judgment. If you are creating boundaries because you think you know better, you have better standards than others, then you will be forever fighting a losing battle. Because the very first person you will be fighting with is yourself. When you have judgment for others, it always stems from judgment for yourself. That is actually true for whatever we project out to the world. If we are critical for others, if we are cynical towards others, if we are hateful towards others, if we are loving towards others, it is because we are all those things to ourselves first. And most of the time we don't realize it. Same applies to judgment. If you are creating boundaries from judgment towards others, for example, other people are so filthy for allowing shoes inside their homes, there are so many germs on the shoes, how can they even live like that? And I am better because I will never allow shoes in my house. If your boundary is coming from a judgment like this, then it is because you are judging yourself first. You will always be fighting to find peace in such a situation. So when you create a boundary, make sure you like the reason behind it. If your reason is nothing other than your preference, that is completely okay. But it cannot be a negative emotion. So first you clearly define your boundaries to yourself. Secondly, state those boundaries to other people so you can actually give them a chance to respect them. And the third step is follow through with your action if the boundary is violated. And this is the most important step. You only have control over your actions. If people are walking in with their shoes, eating popcorn on the couch, or not listening to anything you've told them, then it is extremely important to follow through with your actions that you said you were going to take. Meaning. If you told them, please take your shoes off or I will not be serving refreshments, then make sure that's exactly what you do. Or please take your shoes off or I'll be going in the room to spend time watching TV. Or you tell them if this rule is not followed, you will not be invited next time. Make sure you follow through with that action. Whatever action you said you were going to take, follow through. Because guess what? People will ignore you to push your buttons. They will do exactly the opposite of what is asked just to get a reaction out of you. And that is why we call them family, right? <laughs> but what they don't know is that we have a powerful formula for such situations like these and we have learned not to be reactive. But you have to follow through to your actions. If you don't, they will know there are no real consequences to their actions and they will do it again and again. Here, a very, very important distinction to remember is that your follow-through does not have to come from a place of hate or resentment for the person not respecting your boundary. You can totally love them and tell them that I love you, but you didn't respect my boundary and this cannot happen again, so I have to follow through to my action and do what you said you would. You either leave the party, you either go to your room, or whatever you said you were going to do. Because becoming angry and screaming or being reactive is just throwing the whole process out the window. If the circumstance is that they did not take their shoes off, then it's up to you what you make it mean. Are you making it mean that they hate you? Are you making it mean that they are your enemy from now on? Or are you making it mean that they're acting from their own formula and what they do has no effect on you and it is completely outside of you? The biggest problem about keeping boundaries comes from not following through with your actions when your boundary is violated. And that is because we think we have no choice but to be reactive when the person ignores the boundary. This is not at all the case. The person taking any action is outside of you 
It doesn't cause you to be reactive unless you have a thought about it. And mostly you are reactive because you're suppressing the thought. How dare they not respect my boundary? You're coming from a place of rage or anger or upset. So if you need to, practice your case scenario ahead of time. When you predict that your boundary will be violated or you come from an experience that your boundary has been violated, then practice taking your action from a place of love. That is totally possible and this process is so freeing. If after all of this people still don't respect your boundary, you follow through to your action from a place of love and they still do what they want to do, then question what are you making all of this mean? Which thought spins are you going into when your boundaries are being violated repeatedly? This might be advanced work at this time. I do not recommend that you do that work alone. Please book a free 30-minute coaching session with me and you will see if you have put effort in solving your struggles and you have come this far, a 30-minute free coaching session can bring life-changing insight into your thinking because I literally gave you all the tools to create healthy boundaries. If you're still struggling with it, then we just have to take your lower brain out of the way, which by the way happens to be my area of expertise. Another concept I want to go over is verbalizing boundaries and making them known might be uncomfortable and it is likely because you are thinking that is equivalent to disrespecting others. In many Muslim-majority countries, we're brought up in a culture where making your preference known is discouraged, especially for women, and accommodating others' needs at the expense of your own is encouraged. I want to invite you to come out of that mindset because foregoing your preferences in the name of self-sacrifice leads to resentment. And please be clear when I say making your preference known, I am not saying that be disrespectful. Those are two different things. But in our culture, they are made to be the same thing. Remember that there is nothing disrespectful about your request for your guests to take their shoes off at the doorstep because that is your preference. This can apply to any relationship, even with in-laws. It can also apply to relationships at work. And I will also teach you how boundaries apply to relationship with yourself. If you are able to identify that expressing your needs, preferences, your boundaries is different than promoting disrespect and it can actually come from a place of love, then you are well on your way to creating healthy boundaries. If not, then you know where to find me. <laughs> and that is on islamiclifecoachschool.com, all one word. So a few other very important concepts I want to touch on is that one of them is Islam came to protect women's rights, and it still does to this day, very fiercely. Islam came to give a woman her rights way before Western and European societies caught up to this concept. So to think that foregoing your boundaries in the name of self-sacrifice is a religious concept is completely unfounded. Again, it might be a cultural concept, but it is definitely not a religious one. It is also very important to acknowledge that Islam is a communal religion. And one might question, when I'm promoting healthy self-boundaries, then doesn't it equal promoting individualism? And that is another very big misconception. We are not creating boundaries to disregard others. We're creating them to give regard to ourselves. And you can hold yourself in high regard and show up to the society to contribute. These concepts are not mutually exclusive. In reality, you actually have to hold yourself in high regard to show up for others. Otherwise, you will be fighting to protect yourself before you can ever help your other fellow Muslims. So, know what your boundaries are. Let other people know of your boundaries. 
follow through with your actions if the boundaries are violated and that step is the most important step. All of these steps can only be taken from a place of love and respect and are well within the rights that Quran and Sunnah has granted us. Problem arises when we are trying to create boundaries from resentment, hate, and regret. You are going to fail miserably, not only at creating boundaries, but also at keeping healthy relationships. Boundaries can only be created from a place of love, peace, and respect. If you are not in that place, it's shooting yourself in the foot and asking why your foot hurts. You have done it before, over and over again, and your attempts at boundaries have failed. This is the reason. If you're trying to find that place of love and peace and respect, keep working on it. Do your thought work. Find me for coaching. And above all, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guidance. Drop the misconceptions about boundaries that cultures promote. That is a heavy burden to carry. And with thought work, we teach you can just drop these thoughts. For me, just creating these podcasts bring me such clarity, makes me realize how complete our religion is. I find true gratitude for all the blessings that we have collectively and individually in this religion. Alhamdulillah for all that we have. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He makes this journey easy for us, that He grants us wisdom and clarity to follow His religion, and that He grants us the courage to find our weaknesses so we can show up for our ummah like we are meant to, and so that we can promote His religion and make da'wah with dignity that He has granted us, not with the dignity that society deems fit for us. I pray that we find our boundaries within the limits of Islam and we create a life through these boundaries with only the aim of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen ya Rabbul Alameen. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem. Regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah I will see you there.